0: You can't deal with the root cause if you don't know what the root cause is. Doctors don't treat their patients before they have a diagnosis. They diagnose, double-check the diagnosis, and then they talk about. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to the Gentleman's Atlas podcast, where we focus on giving you the tools and resources to become the hero of your story. I'm your host, Isaac. And today's honest and authentic conversation is exactly what you need to hear To live life on your terms. So, without wasting any time, let's go ahead and get right into today's episode. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, gentlemen, to another episode on the Gentleman's Atlas podcast. Today is going to be a conversation where we're going to talk about asking ourselves the uncomfortable and unsettling questions. Now, the reason I want to talk about this today is because well it's always relevant to ask ourselves these questions but nowadays we're very we're very pragmatic about the things we talk to ourselves about if we talk to ourselves at all and when it comes to admitting we might be wrong or admitting we might not know something we find it very difficult for us to admit those things right our ego gets in the way of these things and so when it comes to answering these questions we have to sometimes understand that we might need to be uncomfortable. We might need to feel unsettled. We might need to be wrong. We might need to understand something for us to learn what's going to be next, what's going to happen next. And so the reason I want to talk about it is because I've seen a lot of people who are unwilling to put themselves in these situations. They're unwilling to even progress if that means admitting they were wrong. And so it's important to realize why we have to ask ourselves these questions How can we ask ourselves these questions and how can we even reward ourselves after having these conversations and what we can learn from them? So let's get right into today's episode and we're going to start with a little story. Every time that I go on long drives, I usually have a point where I like to talk to myself and I like to reflect on some things. And I've mentioned a couple drives in the past, but the one I want to mention today, it was actually... A few months back, um, and it was it was after I had worked, um, going out all day and just making sure that, you know, with the podcast and everything that we had, everything we needed for some guest things. And I was driving back. It was about an hour drive. So I'm sitting in the car, you know, tank full of gas, sitting in the car driving back. I'm on the highway, you know, got the speed locked in. And I'm thinking to myself as I'm driving back, I'm like, I'm going where I'm supposed to be going, but something feels wrong. Something doesn't feel right. Even though I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, quote unquote, there's something that I'm missing here. There's something that I haven't handled, something that I haven't dealt with. So then that's where the questions flow. And what could it be? What is it that I don't feel right about? What's what's that feeling inside me that just doesn't allow me to settle right now? So I'm thinking as I'm driving, I'm talking about other situations from previous you know thoughts to my health to fitness to what I've been doing as a creator to my businesses to my past relationships and friendships and my family things and it took me about 15 minutes of just you know back and forth with myself like what is it it's not this am I actually at peace with this have I healed from this after about 15 minutes of of doing this back and forth it was it was my placement and everything that was around me so as many of you know I'm slightly younger and a lot of times I'm placed in situations where I'm just not around people who are like-minded people that you know want bigger things out of life that see a path for themselves in the future and the unsettling part that I had felt wasn't that I wasn't you know that I had been in situations that I, I wasn't surrounded with these people the problem was I was I hadn't really reflected in this idea of why I was just unable to to be like everyone else. And I've talked about this idea of, of I've just never been able to to fit in this way ever since since COVID. I, I can't go back to the way it was. And so I'm thinking, I'm like, why does this unsettle me? Why does the fact that I'm not like everyone else unsettle me? And it was the answer came that sometimes I just wonder why I just can't be like everyone else. It was, it was those moments of the you have in loneliness and solitude sometimes where you just you ask yourself, is this really all worth it? Right? Or maybe you find that roadblock, or maybe you find those moments that are, are trying and they test you and you ask yourself, are, are these moments worth it? And so this unsettling question was, was that one for me. It was, it was sitting in the car. And so answering this question, I'm thinking, well, what's the alternative if not this? If I live like everyone else, I'll have to accept that I'll, I'll never become what I'm meant to be. I'll live a life that isn't mine. And I'll please others who really don't care whether or not I live like them. And I'll be less of a positive for society because I'm not willing to stay true to myself. The alternative is maybe I don't blend in, maybe I don't fit in, maybe I'm not like those people around me. But on the bright side, I live a life that's true to me. I got to do what's right for my family. I got to leave the legacy I want to leave. I got to lead the life I want to leave. And so when you weigh that, there's not really a question. But for you, you got to ask yourself, what do you actually want? And when you come to these questions, you got to understand where the basis of them are coming from. A lot of times the uncomfortable and unsettling questions is understanding the root causes of a lot of your problems. Let's say, yeah, actually I'll give you an example so you guys can understand this. I used to, whatever I used to get out of relationships with partners, I would move on very quickly. I would go on dates the following week or the following two weeks. That was just what I thought I, I was doing. Like I thought it was because um, you know, that's just who I was that I didn't need time to heal. And while maybe I didn't need time to heal. Actually, that's wrong. I I needed the time not to heal, but the time to to understand what I had experienced and to really just sit down and and admire the beauty of the relationship that had just transpired. What I was doing is my way of dealing and learning from the past relationship was to dive into another relationship. I had moments where I would get into relationships, between two relationships was like a month in between. And so my way of dealing with getting out of relationship, and it wasn't that I was caught up in in the past girlfriend or that it was a rebound or any sort of deal. It was just, instead of facing the reality of who I was, maybe I'll just find someone else. So I would go from one, I would break up or they would break up, whatever the situation was. And I would go to the next person. I instantly start talking to people and then I would get into another relationship. And now it's a whole different relationship. And I did that for several times. And, you know, you get to the point where, where you have to get in the situation and ask yourself, you know, even, you know, even after one of my, one of the past few relationships where I had a bit more time. My instant thought was like all right well once you know set up the next date and we'll you know keep going from there. And when I was able to have the uncomfortable conversation of dude why are you going on dates right after the relationship like I understand you feel fine but what's the need for it? And that was the question, what's the need for it? That is the need to go on more relationships to get validated but to find another partner so I don't have to to face the reality of me being alone. I was scared of being alone. That was the underlying message. That was what the unsettling question brought forth. I was scared of this loneliness. And so what this forced me to realize is that I had to come to terms with being able to be alone, come to terms with being able to be comfortable with solitude, but also comfortable enough to not force another relationship or to go on dates simply for the reason of finding my next partner. It was lowering this expectation, not lowering my standards, but lowering the expectation because it was different. It changed. And so I bring this story in this in this idea up because as you guys look into your lives, maybe there's moments you haven't healed from. Maybe there's things that you haven't fully come to terms with. And it's keeping you from living your best life. You know, maybe you're you're scared of of going on this diet or you're scared of going to the gym or this lifestyle because You know, maybe when you were a kid, you were made fun of for your for your weight or your family is used to, you know, maybe some families eat a lot of food. It's very customary. So maybe you think your family is going to look at you like you're weird because you want to get your health in shape. And that's that's a very valid reason. But until you're able to have these conversations and understand why you can't deal with the root cause, if you don't know what the root cause is doctors don't treat their patients before they have a diagnosis they diagnose double check the diagnosis and then they talk about first how do you deal with the with the symptoms right you know if you have a fever maybe you take tylenol but then they're like what's the root cause well you have this infection the infection is the root cause how do you get rid of the infection instead of just dealing with it how do you treat it and again in your personal life what gives you the gateway to solving most of your problems is asking yourself uncomfortable questions that discover and uncover the root causes. So the, the two examples I just gave with the drive and my past relationships, they're for you to understand, okay, let me look into my life. Let me really look into things that I'm doing that maybe aren't the healthiest for me. Let's say Let's go to the relationship one because that's very easy for a lot of you to understand. Maybe it wasn't what I was. Maybe it wasn't the loneliness, if that's a part of it at all. Maybe you're just you know going through relationships and you're, and you're, you're talking with a bunch of people, but you have trouble committing. Let's say you have uh, commitment issues, as they say. And the reason, well, let's talk about the reason. How do you discover why you might have commitment issues? So you check and you say, okay, when were there moments that someone broke my trust? Commitment comes to trust. Can you trust someone? Can you stay with someone? So you ask yourself that trust is a a big component. So you say, is there anyone that comes to mind if I talk about issues with trust? And then you write down, okay, uh, you know, my best friend in this grade or my parents or my first girlfriend. You come up with these ideas, right? They're people that are going to come to your head. If you ask that question, they're going to come to your head, right? If you say, who broke my heart? You should if if they if someone did, you should have that person in your head because they'll come up if that term comes up. So you say trust. Okay, no one really comes up. You know, maybe my my dad didn't take me somewhere when I was seven. Okay. Well, that's probably not it. Um, unless it really broke me. Then you say, okay, maybe it's not trust and commitment. What's the other thing? Uh maybe they'll take advantage of me. Uh maybe they'll do this. So you you think of situations, right? Situations where you've been taken advantage of, situations where someone left you, situations where you've been alone, situations where you had to depend on someone else. Ah, that's the one, depend. I remember this one time I had a friend and I felt helpless without them because, you know, I always felt that they were better than me. Oh, wait, maybe it's not the dependence. Maybe it's you're scared that they might be better than you, so they'll leave. Oh, so if you're scared that they're going to leave you because they're better than you, that's the problem. That's why you can't commit because you're scared that you're not good enough. So they'll leave you. All right. Now you know the root cause. Now you can treat it. You've asked yourself an uncomfortable question that allowed you to determine the root cause. So now real quick, we'll talk about treating it. How do you overcome this specific example? How do you overcome not feeling like you're good enough and feeling like they're going to leave? Well, you first accept the reality, right? I'm not going to be optimistic and tell you they're not going to leave. There's always a chance that they're going to leave. If it's not within you, if it's external, there's always a chance something will happen to it and there's nothing you can do about it, okay? You've accepted that maybe that's a possibility. Now, in terms of not being good enough, ask yourself, what standards am I saying that by? And am I also progressing to be better? If you're constantly looking to improve, then get the notion out of your head that you're not good enough. Listen, I will always improve on the man that I was yesterday. Now that's going to happen on my time and my timeline. But if I'm not good enough for them, that's not really on me as long as I continue to improve. That's on their standards and it's being unrealistic. So I'm going to discount that because it's unrealistic if I'm looking to improve. If they're going to leave and that's your worry, we'll say, listen, if they leave and I was actively looking at who I was, becoming better and looking to be the best partner that I was to them, and they left, then unfortunately, they left. There's nothing I can do about it. But I can continue being me. Again, they don't compliment, or they don't supplement your life, they should compliment it. So dealing with that, it's once you've asked yourself the uncomfortable question, it's coming to an uncomfortable conclusion. A lot of times, sometimes it's difficult to accept that, you know, maybe the person we care about might leave us, or maybe our family might not really respect us trying to start our own business. Or maybe it's they won't understand us trying to get into our best physical shape. Or maybe they won't understand why we do our routines. A lot of friends do that too. People that you know you hang around with and then you change up and you try to get better, they'll laugh at you. They'll be like, dude, why are you going to bed so early? Why are you waking up so early? Why are you going to the gym so much? Why are you reading? And a lot of times, and we can talk about their reasons. You know, They could be jealous. They could maybe not want you to be better. But you have to understand that if that's what's keeping you from becoming your best, You don't know that until you ask yourself the question of why am I ashamed of waking up early? Well, it's because my friends don't like it. Well, there's your reason. How do you deal with that? You either tell them, hey, I'm going to get better or get out of my life. That's being ruthless with the people that you spend your time with. So again, asking ourselves the uncomfortable and unsettling questions isn't about just asking ourselves the questions. It's are we able to set aside our emotions and our pride to be able to discover and and create the solutions for these questions because the questions are only half of it right when you ask yourself the questions you allow yourself to think in the bounds by which your questions are setting but then the solution comes after and that's even more uncomfortable than the questions themselves so again i ask you are you able to have these questions with yourself are you able to come to terms with certain things or are you having issues doing it is it something you need to work on and that's okay but again are you able to at least come to terms with maybe there's something more you have to discover? Gentlemen, thank you again for your time. You know how we now close it out here. Wink it, quise, winket. it. He conquers who conquers himself. I will see you all in the next episode of the Gentleman's Atlas Podcast. That's all for today's episode on the Gentleman's Atlas Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, leave us a review on Apple Podcast and Spotify and share this episode with someone who needs to hear this message. If you are serious about taking your life to the next level, visit our website, www.thegentlemansatlas.com, for all our services, previous content, and full episode transcripts. We greatly appreciate your support, and we're excited to see you in the next episode.